Coming to you from the Salad Dressing Room Studios in West Roxbury, Massachusetts, I'm Bobby Pape, and this show has everything. This week, everything far, far away and close to home. We're going to be talking about vacations and staycations, mainly because it's January and we need to get the hell out of whatever this is. Mm -hmm. Uh, Joining me, uh, equally cold on this uh, impressive run of just absolutely shitty weather in the Money Pit Studios in Detroit, Michigan, it's Meredith, the MVH Van Harn. Good evening, Meredith. Good evening. I'm wearing three shirts. Because <laughs> it's freezing. <laughs> that should be uh, the title of the show. Good evening. I'm wearing three shirts. <laughs> uh, and you just heard her uh, in the middle-aged mommy studios where we are channeling, challenging a power grid that we have been assured will continue to work in Austin, Texas. It's Hillary, the H-bomb Livingston Butler. Good evening, Hillary. Good evening. This past weekend, we had some inclement weather, which just meant it was really cold. Uh, I saw the lights flicker once, and I was like, Ugh! like, oh, you know, people were, people were definitely, you know, they were making a run to the grocery store. I had sort of prepared, so it was not that bad. And everybody was making fun, but I'm like, listen, we have PTSD from the last, like, four years. Like, people everybody, died. Yeah. Like, it's just, it was serious. Yeah. I need ground beef. I need it now. <laughs> <laughs> that should be the title of the show. <laughs> Oh, we're on a record-setting <laughs> roll here. <laughs> we will get to those vacations and staytations. Stay, staytations? Tastations, the short-lived Hershey hard candy. Mm-hmm. No, uh, we'll be doing uh, some vacation talk right after small talk. Uh, of course, the mailbag. And at the end, we'll always do how you can get involved with the show. Even out of order, some tea she recommends. Boy, I'm off tonight. But that's all right. Because I'm a little jet-lagged, maybe, from just getting back from Tucson several days ago. Um was in Tucson last weekend for work, Arizona Early Music Festival. Ooh. What? What? Warm. Very cool. Mm. Hundreds of old people coming out to hear our great concert. Um, getting down to Tucson was awesome because uh, we had opted to take layovers in Minneapolis instead of Chicago, which turned out to be the right choice because Chicago was just shut down last weekend. Oh, really? Um, so we everything was we, frozen. Yep, oh, we nailed God. it. And instead of being stuck, we managed to uh, have an easy long layover at MSP. And I took my artistic coworker, who uh, never thinks about things like airline status, to the Delta Lounge for his first experience doing that. Oh, oh exciting! He just looked Did at me. You create and, a monster. This is all free. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Scott, go for it. Well, please free. have breakfast. We yeah, pay for, for it with our credit card. Exactly, please. paying for it with my annual fee and with all yeah. the travel and. So uh, that was a delight, but I just uh, it was so wonderful being in Tucson. I had all these great coworkers, you know, performers with me, including a woman who had never been to the desert before. And as we were heading to Tucson, she said, "Oh, I just want to see a cactus." And I said, "You're going to see a cactus. <laughs> so you're going to see a lot of cactus. Oh, so and then you're going to be like, I never want to see a cactus again. I yeah. never want to see it. Boring. Yes. Yeah, Literally saw one while standing at baggage claim. It's <laughs> like great. We can go home now. I was pretty charmed the first time I saw a t- an actual tumbleweed. I was like, Oh my god, yep. <laughs> there, there it is. <laughs> uh, I um uh got stabbed through my shoe with a scrap of some sort of branch or brush or something while we were out on a hike um it hasn't i think i'm okay i pulled it right back out Ooh. and uh I, I think i'm mm. fine mm. but if my foot falls off in coming weeks you'll know why uh, but otherwise it was a great trip and the work aspects of it were pretty good until 
one of our singers got sick and had to go home early. And so I drove her to Phoenix to get a direct flight home and back. I got really good at that 90 minute drive between Phoenix and Tucson. Um, and then coming back was just total disaster for everyone involved. Um, our flights were okay. A bunch of us who went out Monday or came back on Monday, rather, we were all right, but Sunday night red eye was canceled, made a bunch of people delayed. We had one person who was trying to get back to Cleveland and was so delayed that she just didn't bother going home. She went to her next work stop. <laughs> like she I mean, just, she just skipped, skipped the home. home part. Well, I get <laughs> yeah. that. Uh, but uh, yeah, air travel still a mess between the, I don't think it was, I don't think Delta and United were hurt by the max nines. I think United grounding, was but just, Oh, maybe they were. Yeah, I think you're not. But I think Delta's seem seemingly yeah. okay. Delta, yeah. we were okay, but the weather and like a mechanical and all that. But the short version is I went to Tucson and it was beautiful in early, uh, early 60s, low 60s uh, in the daytime. And I basked in that and then uh, low 30s overnight, which they're not used to. So even there, it was kind of cold. Yeah. Yeah. And um, uh, just had a good time and managed to see one Kate Bergstrom. One dates with Kate uh, on Kate. Monday. The only meal we could manage to both be free for was breakfast. Well, so breakfast is delicious. Yeah. yeah. Monday morning breakfast. Uh, you know, we honored Martin Luther King <laughs> with uh, with eggs and toast uh, at a hipster diner. So nice. Yeah. Kate says hi to everybody. And uh, congratulations, Kate. Kate lives in Phoenix now. So if anyone is looking for friends in Phoenix, uh, go look up dates with Kate. But um, the thing I really wanted to talk about from the trip was something we haven't talked about a lot in a while, but that is a longstanding tradition on this show, which is flight attendant chocolates. Yep. Oh, yeah. I do coffee. So, I mean, I do Starbucks gift cards, but yes. Yeah. Chocolates also what, You work. know, anything in that general vein. So um, CVS had like the upper scale box of truffles. Mm. I don't know what brand it is, but it's like not the bag of truffles, which is what I usually do. Um, like, but the actual gift box of truffles, that's usually like $16 on sale for two for $16. Uh, and so I ended up doing four of those Yeah. and actually a couple of extra little ones for the flight back because I'll get there, but I had the full gamut of reactions to the chocolate, which was, (laughs) which was fine. You know, I've, I've learned to release desire and honestly, I get free drinks on Delta flights most of the time anyway. Even when I'm in the back and yeah. don't get upgraded because my status isn't what it used to be. I've got a mountain of those free drink certificates in my Delta app. And I don't think I've ever once actually had to use one, but they're there. Um, so it was, you know, two flights each way. And on the first flight out, I gave them the chocolates. As, and I did it the same way every time as I was boarding. I just handed it to the folks in the front gallery and said, hey, thanks so much uh, for basically working on a holiday weekend when everybody's delayed and it's freezing out. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah. And um, on the first flight, um, zero acknowledgement of gift, which is fine. <laughs> I wonder if I did it too fast and maybe they just didn't actually catch who it was. Uh, but I was in Comfort Plus anyway, I think, so it didn't really matter. But um, that was fine. Um, the second flight, I just kept getting thank yous every time they walked by and being plied with Woodford Reserve. And one of my singers was in the row behind me and could not comprehend why the flight attendants kept trying to offer me drinks. 
I do tell people, I'm like, listen, just do like, just do it. First of all, it's nice. Secondly, you get treated a little bit better most of the time. Again, not all. And the even time. if you don't, it's right. nice to be nice. Exactly, it's nice. These exactly. poor people, especially because. Let's not forget that flight attendants don't start getting paid until the doors close. They're yeah. doing that for free. Yeah. Right. Exactly. It's crazy talk. Yeah, I've I stopped. Hate that. I, I've, I really don't have any um, any thoughts that I'm going to get anything nice out of it anymore. I just feel genuinely bad. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Like, it's a shitty job. And I know we know a lot of people in the airline sector. I mean, most of the problems are Will McQuillan's fault. But, <laughs> yeah, um, obviously. you know, these guys work hard. And... The, if the door plug thing taught us anything, it's that they're not just sky waitresses, right? So no, yeah, nope. exactly. Yeah. So um, on the way back, I got one extra little cache of chocolate and actually gave it to the gate agents because when we got to Tucson, the airport was just a fucking zoo of everybody trying to leave because of all the delays and cancellations and mess in other parts of the country. And Tucson's like beautiful and sunny and there's not a cloud in the sky, so nobody can comprehend that there are massive weather delays everywhere else. And it's not like a hub or anything, so they're just at the whim of what airplanes get there. And um, they were very appreciative. And then on the first flight back, it was more free drinks and kindness. But the really cute thing was on my last flight home. So we had to hustle through Minneapolis Airport between our flights because our first flight was so delayed, like power walk the whole way. And I was exhausted and sort of like heaving a little bit. And I get on the plane and I hand them the chocolates and just go to my seat. And I'm pretty far back on an aisle and just trying to keep myself from getting rammed in the shoulder every time the car comes by. And they keep coming by and thanking me and keep coming by and offering me drinks. And I'm like, I'm exhausted. My car's in the garage. I have to drive it back after. I'm not going to drink. And toward the end of the flight this flight attendant comes over with a gallon-sized plastic bag full of snacks <laughs> like her and little she's baby written, she's written on a napkin thank you so much for the chocolates or something like that you know heart your flight crew um and she said we try to get your drinks you wouldn't take our drinks you have to have something so please take this as a gift for boss and it was just Aww. the most adorable thoughtful thing that is really um, nice boarding that last flight i did the chocolate thing and the guy behind me as we were boarding just looks at me and he ends up sitting next to me uh, across the aisle and he just goes that's the smoothest thing i've ever seen <laughs> <laughs> and then as the flight attendants keep checking on me the whole flight he's just like well now he knows to learn now yeah. he knows you know what really works so. what really charms uh, flight attendants when you have children say thank you and give them the gift, they're like, oh, oh my God. Yeah. yeah, I make the kids do it every time. I'm like, here, Good. do it. <laughs> say thank you. I would do that, but then I would immediately get arrested for trying to force someone's kid up there. To <laughs> Come here. Get arrested kid. for stealing someone's kid. <laughs> um, uh, uh, well, so that was my, my airline adventure. And I just wanted to report officially that after all these years, and how long have we been doing this now? Too long. Chocolate still work. Yeah. It's evergreen. Yeah. So you're Good. welcome. Yep. Um, Meredith, I'm going to jump the line in front of you because I was reminded yeah, of it. something that is tangentially related. I watched a movie this weekend. I don't know why. I, but, you know, there'll be movies that I just like didn't see for whatever. Like if a movie came out from like 2012 to like 2015, 
I maybe saw it, but also I had like very small children, so I was not always like in on the movies, especially if they didn't really interest me. Um, it would never occur to me to justify why I didn't see a movie. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> like ever. <laughs> but there'll be like a big Meredith, one. Meredith, this is why we weren't on the show last <laughs> yeah, night. Yeah, you, you, you guys weren't invited. <laughs> um, but I decided to watch Flight. I don't know why. I just did. I like there's my favorite podcast besides ours blank check has an episode about it. Cause it was directed by Robert Zemeckis and it has like supposedly a really, you know, intense flight crash scene, which I like weirdly like to enjoy fictional no, flight crashes. Um, and, um, this is what I'll say. It's not a recommends, but it's not a recommends because and like this journey is great, but it's more of an addiction journey than like a, in TSB investigation, though there is that part of it, but it's more about like Denzel's alcoholism, which is like, whatever. I mean, like, that's great. It's just as like, I kind of wanted more of a, I don't know, plane crash narrative than I anything else. But I was looking and I was like, yeah, man, flight attendants have to do a lot of stuff. And a lot of times they're like wearing skirts and shit like that. You know, it's, it's, you know, they have to do it with a little scarf tied around their yes, necks, exactly. and it's just like extra hard. <laughs> anyway, I I was just reminded me that I had watched that this weekend, and you know this is the thing about Denzel Washington. Even when his movies is when he's in a movie that's not like good, he's still so good that you're like, okay, well it's still compelling to watch because he's a good actor, and he was nominated for best actor for it. It's really some of it is really corny, but the plane crash is. Very cool. And I did ask Will if like the uh, like the maneuver he does, it, like if that was possible. And he's like, that's not possible. <laughs> you really can't do that. So anyway, <laughs> fact checking by Will McQuillan. Worst uh, pilot on earth. Yeah, well, obviously. what does he know? Yeah, please. Yeah, I mean, what, I mean, he couldn't do it. Sure. <laughs> right. <laughs> Denzel Washington can do it. <laughs> Uh, that's great it's just the episode where we shit on will the whole time instead yeah. of part of the time well i'm gonna i'm gonna shift the topic away from airplane travel for a second to give a, a brief uh leg update on gregory's uh broken uh yes, tibial plateau Oof. i know everyone's dying for an update actually a couple people have messaged me on instagram being like i need to know what's going on <laughs> so <laughs> give us the your update yeah um this is for you Anne. um and minor uh he we we went to the doctor yesterday and we're like seven eight weeks out now and they did another x-ray and said that he's ready to go to physical therapy yay which is great news because he's getting really bored and sick of just lying around doing nothing so yeah yeah so he's like he's allowed to put 50 percent weight on it um how do you gauge that i was just wondering that how do you know (laughs) Good question. I don't know either. I've been I've been kind of mulling that over. I'm like, wait a minute. So if you're standing on two legs, that's fifty percent of your weight, anyway. Is yeah. that what they mean, or do yeah. they mean fifty percent of your normal amount? So twenty five percent of your weight, and how do you? Don't how do let you me tell catch you what leading. that is. <laughs> I don't know the answer to that. So he's got physical therapy starting in a couple of weeks. Um, so I guess we'll find out more then. He's not really putting weight on it now <laughs> until until we know what that means. Um, but he's he, you know he's not. I don't know. His bones are still very broken. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's called comminution. Comminution is, or comminuted fractures are just basically where the bone is shattered into a million pieces. And that's what happened. Um, he's got plates and screws and a big, you know, rod in his leg. Um, 
and the bone still needs to kind of mineralize around that stuff and heal back into one piece so that's why he can't put full weight on it i guess i don't know how he's allowed to put any weight on it frankly um after seeing the x-ray but i'm trusting his surgeon um and so hopefully you know i think it's going to be a lot of pt that's my guess um but he's been working on like straightening his leg um and now he's allowed to bend it past 90 degrees so these are small updates, but they feel significant. It feel like getting the news that he was ready to go to PT was was really heartening because it's been pretty boring and awful to just be sitting around doing nothing. He can barely leave the house. So we got the uh, disability placard for the car so we can park in Ooh. handicapped spaces um, until June. So that'll be that'll be great. We we went out um, for lunch after the hospital. And it was so icy and awful that he had to use his walker instead of his crutches. Like using a walker is so uncool, right? Crutches are crutches are cool. Walkers are not cool. But yeah, he but, had to use the walker to get crutches hurt from the car. Armpits. I feel like a yes. walker would be. I don't know. Even if it's not cool, I'd be like, this is easier. It's definitely easier. Yeah. Um, so I don't know, but it, it got him from the car to the door of the place. Um, Does he have one that has like the seat so that anywhere you go, you can just spin around and boom, no. you're there? Although you can sort of sit your butt on the, like the other side of it <laughs> if you just want to sit on a on a metal pole. <laughs> it's like, did but y'all it's watch Jury Duty? The, yes. It's like when the guy had the like <laughs> the chair that, that were on crutches. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So that's the that's the leg update. The pain isn't too bad. He's Good. slowly reducing the amount of drugs that he's on. Um but it's still very, very broken. Yeah. So. God. I, I mean, you say he's producing the drugs he's on, but um, at our Jambo on Tuesday, and maybe this is a topic we should bring back up for the show at some point, we were talking about the magical combinations of things that put us to sleep. Oh, yes. my God. <laughs> and he yeah, he's like on a fucking alchemist so over many there. different. Yeah, he's on a lot of things at night, and... So, like, one of the things he's reducing is the nerve pain medicine, which is gabapentin, which is also something that I'm on and all the cats are on. I was going to say, Bruce has a prescription for Yep. <laughs> yeah, it calms them down a little bit. Um, I know you're not it's... TBTL listeners anymore, but a while back they did have an episode titled Yo Gabapentin, and it was... <laughs> <laughs> That's actually really good. That's pretty good. <laughs> one of their better titles in a while. Yeah. So, yeah. anyway. Sorry. Yeah. So, he's been reducing that during the day. He takes it at night. Um he was taking Valium at night. I think he's going to start trying to reduce that. But, like, there's definitely magnesium and melatonin and I weed mean, and that, all those sorts are of the other three stuff. that I utilize to sleep. Yeah, me too. <laughs> just in general yeah. on a normal day. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, we're getting there. It's just a long process. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, let me. Let me take this into a tangent for just a moment because of that um, laundry list of, of things that's keeping Gregory sane and alive and asleep and awake. Um, I know someone, and for the sake of moderate privacy, I will not say this person's name, but I I know someone who is scheduled to have um, a lot of dental work done uh, next week. Uh, is this you? Or are you talking about yourself? No, it's, it's not me. No, I'm done, but that there's nothing left to work on in my mouth. My mouth's done, but this person is uh, needs to have six teeth extracted. Six. Ooh, two, two of them are wisdom teeth, and four are just beyond repairing root canal. Um, and this person is older. Um, not old, old, older, but older, like parents age older. And um, I, I was talking with them because 
well, I'm the, I've been through this, so I can give some advice. And um, and this person told me that their oral surgeon is refusing to give them painkillers. Like they followed yep. up in advance to be like, uh, I need to know that I'm gonna have a script waiting for me after. Mm-hmm. And they're refusing to give painkillers and said just Tylenol and Advil. And then they called their actually they were at their dentist today um, for other things. And the dentist was like, Oh yeah, just Tylenol and Advil. Uh, and and yep. I was like, no, you need to call your primary or, or go through whatever portal, you know, whatever shitty system your doctor uses. And you basically just have to demand it. Like, I understand that dentists were a major part of the overprescribing of opioids. And um, I remember when I got my wisdom teeth out in like 2005 and they gave me like a they, they gave me a KFC bucket full of Vicodin, basically. Yeah, right. <laughs> and I didn't need most of it. You know, I needed it for one day. And then after that, I was OK. But like. That first 48, maybe 72 hours after you have teeth extracted, like, it is just not fair to not be able to sleep through that. And there's absolutely no reason why you can't give someone who clearly has no history of drug abuse for this. Yeah, yeah. A few days worth of, I'm like, I got a bottle of 12 Vicodin a couple of months ago when I was having my back thing because I just messaged my doctor and he was like, well, if you need it, like... Yeah, we'll give well, it. Well, you guys remember when it. I had that root canal revision over the summer and yeah. it turned into a horrible infection? Yeah. yeah. Went into my head and it was like a struggle. I had to like, it, I was going to say it was like pulling teeth to get mm-hmm. them to give me something for pain. Like they didn't even give me antibiotics, which is they should have obviously yeah. given yeah. me antibiotics for that because they were cleaning out a, basically a pocket of infection, but they didn't Ugh. want to give me painkillers. And it was just horrible. I had to get, they would give me like three days worth at a time. And so I would have to be like, I'm still in terrible pain. I need more. And that, you know, and then it was a whole fight with insurance and with the doctor and with the pharmacy. It was just awful. And having to deal with that fight when you're in so much pain already yep. was just, I mean, add, talk about insult to injury. Yep. Okay. It's, it's just kind of cruel. Like, Ibuprofen and Tylenol are not touching that pain. No. There's no way. No. no. So Those I drugs was... exist, and when they're used, you know, as appropriate, they're yeah. very effective and very helpful. I was going to take this person some weed gummies, but then I remember they won't be able to chew gummies for a few days, so I'm going to have oh, to gosh. use a different delivery method. They make like a tinctures, yes. Yeah. 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 I have um, I have some tablets that I think were designed to go, like, as a supplemental, like they advertise it as a, hey, like take your gummy, but then take one of these to double it up. <laughs> oh. I don't know why it's looked at that way, but they were on sale. So I was like, yeah, sure. Why not? Anyway, uh, yeah. sorry for the medical tangent, but it's just <laughs> fascinating to me in this world that um, yeah. honestly, when you were talking about the walker and the handicapped parking placard, I was thinking of Mike. And then that made me think of painkillers. So mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Back, back right into it. <laughs> well, that's how it goes. <laughs> we got usually. there. R.I.P. Mike. Um, I know. Uh, Hillary, you want to take us to the mailbag? I will. Um, we got a nice, this is back uh, when we're talking about soup. We got a nice note from Bob. Um, he says, many favorite soups. I have a fondness for soups with beans. I do too, actually. Um, too. However, one of my favorites was my maternal grandmother's vegetable soup. It had a vegetable stock, lots of different veggies, uh, corn, peppers, onions, lima beans, sweet potatoes, celery, etc. I was finished off with milk and lots of. It was finished off with milk and lots of butter. I cannot find the recipe, and I'm not sure I could duplicate it. I bet you could. Um, Ooh, try. I like the NYT's, uh, the New York Times pasta. Is that Chechi? I don't know. Sissy. I don't know how you say it. Pasta and chickpeas. I don't know. 
French onion soup is awesome, but does present problematic easy eating, as you said. Have to agree with Meredith. BTB, better than bouillon, is the best way to DIY a quick stock. I use the chicken for many dishes. Uh, below yeah. is my latest uh, favorite soup recipe from New York Times Cooking. I substitute turkey chorizo from a local farmer. <laughs> Just as tasty and not as fatty as pork chorizo. Hopefully you can uh, get access behind a paywall. Um, and then I guess y'all, there was a back and forth because Bobby said he liked lima beans and then yes. bob, <laughs> bob said since my name it's is, only bobs yeah only bobs like lima beans since my name is bob b i also love lima beans as a kid i could not get enough of succotash my mother made by combining cor- canned corn and canned or dried lima beans sometimes a canned or frozen veggie outdoes the fresh ones or is it just nostalgia make america bean again <laughs> and for a great <laughs> movie movie soup moment nothing compares to gene hackman and peter boyle and young frankenstein that is like speaking my dad's True. language bob he uh he's a he's a big Mel Brooks fan so that is that is right up his alley. Well, thanks, Bob. Um, More lima beans for you guys. I think they're grainy and gross. I've never, I don't know. Maybe yeah. I've just never had them prepared right, but I just have never. No, they are them. grainy, but I, for some reason I like it anyway. Like there's something satisfying about the the way Machine. lima beans snap and sort of, yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. know. Just, hmm. Right. They shouldn't be good. Like all. You know, all indicators are bad. And yet, for some reason, when I eat them, I'm like, oh, I want more of these. Yeah, I like some foods like that where I'm like, yeah. I totally get why people don't like this, but I like it. Yes, <laughs> totally. Exactly. I mean, um, what do you get at a sushi restaurant? Uh, my brain is fuzzing out. The, edamame. Uh, edamame is kind of like a similar thing. Kind of. But it's a little bit harder. Yeah, it doesn't have the same texture. Yeah. yeah. And I like it's fun. I'm not going to say anything to add to my list of like, um, you know, moments where I say something that's a double on top, but I like putting it in my mouth and sucking it out. Oh, you're not going to say anything like that, huh? <laughs> All right. Uh, just making a note to isolate Hillary's track at 2717. Yep. Uh, Sorry for talking over that. Uh, <laughs> Every week now, Hillary, we just get added I know. super cut. Yep. Bam, Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go to our uh, Facebook um answers for what was your favorite pop culture moment of 2023 which that we didn't get that many comments i think people are over 2023 they're kind of like let's move on to the next um but tier says barbie and emily agrees uh rosemary says pedro pascal has a chokehold on me and i loved every minute of it every second of it i'm also very into bad bunny so this is my roman empire and it's a picture of uh, Pedro Pascal and Bad Bunny from uh SNL and i you know, i didn't that was watch- a good snl it was yeah, I, I didn't watch really it. Good. it. I don't watch really anything that Pedro Pascal is in because I haven't watched The Last of Us. But I like just genuinely enjoy him. He seems like an affable, nice guy, and mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I celebrate you. Um, Laura says yes, Barbie, but also, sir, this is a Wendy's. <laughs> Thank you for that. And then Charles, <laughs> where, said, did, where did that come from? I don't know. I don't know. It's- it's everywhere, and I do love it. It is yeah. great. <laughs> I assume it started as like a Reddit joke and just took just off, blew I don't up. Know, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Um, and then Charles says, this dumbass, and it was a picture of Leo in Killers of the Flower Moon, which we didn't mention because I have not watched it yet. Have you all watched it? Mm-mm. I think it's mm. streaming on Apple now, but it is also... Three I'm hours sure long. Wire of it if you want to. Oh, watch right, it. right, 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 right. Winky, 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 winky. Um. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but that is our closing out 2023. I mean, we still have the Oscars to go, but um, 
you know, I, I, I'm ready. I'm ready for 2024. Meredith, I'll just throw hmm. this out there while you're talking about that, that wonderful way that we seem to have various ways to watch things. Um, there are several accounts that share a certain uh, HBO Max account. Um, and when I launch HBO Max, you know, and see all these different profile names, the letter initials of them are M-E-B-A-G across the screen. And every single time I open HBO Max, I go, me bag. I did that on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> I ordered them that way. Because <laughs> really it makes me laugh, too. So <laughs> I'm glad that that's not lost on you. You're welcome. And sorry, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> me bag. <laughs> sorry. sorry. Um, uh, well, with that, record, Bobby... I- Oh, I don't ahead. have an answer to the question of the week, by the way. I am with the majority on this one. I tried to think through it, and I don't. I just don't know. Um, Is there I, any TV Tar that was, you really... Oh, yeah. You Tar, saw Tar was 2022, right? Or was, yeah. Yeah. I don't was remember. 22. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's two years in a row with giant movies about conductors. I know. Good Lord. After you know, a hundred years of no movies about conductors. So I didn't watch a lot of current movies this year, but I did. I, I guess I'll go with Barbie. I've really yeah. enjoyed Barbie. It was great. Barbie was to, fun. Yeah. I'm trying to think, well, I told Rory, so Oppenheimer's about to start streaming as well, which I, anyway, I told Barbie that he I mean, I told Rory that he uh, could watch it, but he can't ask questions during it. And he was like, Ugh. good luck. <laughs> That's why I like taking him to the actual theater because he knows, I mean, he knows, some etiquette that I'm like you can't ask questions like we can talk later just like think about it you know we'll talk about it later uh but yeah if we're at home I'm like just watch the movie just watch the movie just watch the movie just watch the movie that's what we have to say all the time but <laughs> like he was asking me like I don't understand who's that person I know watch them what's this movie about I'm like just watch the movie like you'll see like but what are the themes I'm like just watch the movie anyway so we'll see he, he told me I could watch it by himself and then we could watch it together <sighs> just watch the movie just watch the movie Killers of the Flower Moon is on Plex just stuff like okay. Right. oh yeah I just haven't had four hours to spare I know yeah, all these the... three hour movies I'm seriously I bump a movie up a letter grade if it's like 90 minutes I'm like great mm-hmm. that was amazing love that movie super yeah so super. that's why it took me a year to finally sit down and watch Dune I was like, ugh, I, I don't want to. <laughs> Meanwhile, chip wrecked over and over again. It's yeah. 87 <laughs> minutes or something. Yeah. The squeakle. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Medium talk this week. Um, we all have been either thinking about vacation or planning mm-hmm. vacations or just wanting to go on vacation because of the weather. Uh, and because of the fact that it's just the doldrums of January now. And um, I don't think Tucson counts because it was a work trip. And to be honest, it was a work trip that I thought was going to be like a vacation. And there really was a work trip. So um, we all just need to get away, right? Like the Southwest discount fares. So mm-hmm. we were thinking a little bit about getting away, but also the joys of a really good staycation, uh, and so we're going to talk through both of those options. And I, I noticed on the run sheet, we started with the staycations. So I guess we'll start with home and just run through a little bit about what we think is the ideal vacation at home or what we've done. And I don't want to go first. So I actually want to start from right to left. Mm. Hillary, take us through 
the ultimate Austin staycation? Well, I I was reminiscing, and you guys live this life, but I was reminiscing with a coworker today of like how fun it was when we when Dave and I first got married, and we were. Well, we didn't have really any money, but we were like dual income, no kids. And we didn't have, we didn't own a house. We just had an apartment and it was super fun. Like there was an awesome pool. There's always, I have, it's a requirement to have a pool near, like somewhere nearby, but there was an awesome pool. We would go meet friends there on Thursday and it, you know, the weekend would start. And I was kind of reminiscing to those times where I was like, I, you know, I work downtown and I see, I work in commercial real estate. So I see all the stuff that's building up and I, I don't really ever get to enjoy it. Now I like my little suburban home. It's nice and it's quiet. Um, and I can walk around, but I, I really want to go sometime. I, I have stayed at the Fairmont before for sort of a staycation and that was amazing, but I want to do, I want to be a little bit more intentional about it. So go somewhere with a nice pool, obviously. Um, and then there's so a step one is to be a dink. Step <laughs> yes. two is to get a yep. pool. Yes. Yep. And then go, um, Town Lake or Ladybird Lake is the lake in the middle of Austin, and there's a really nice trail. So I'd like—I mean, honestly, I'd like to do this alone. If Dave wants to join, that's fine. But I want kind of want to do this alone, where I just go for a like really, really long walk around Town Lake, do like the long part of it, and then then Dave can join me. We can go out to there's all these restaurants that I hear about that I I you know, people I work with go to and I want to try them. I just don't get out as much. I kind of stay in my little comfort zone of where I know and like to go. And I know the food is good, but just go enjoy um, a nice dinner, go to bed early, wake up, get a massage. Like I want it. I don't want to like party where I'm like, Oh, I feel like shitty and hungover the next day. I want to like enjoy a good meal, enjoy a couple of drinks, go to bed, get like 10 hours of sleep and then wake up get a massage and lay by the pool. Like mine are so simple. They're not, there's nothing like, Oh wow. I really want to see this or I want to try this. I mean, yeah, maybe there's a couple of museums I want to go to that I haven't been to, but I really just like want a, a vacation where I have zero responsibility to accept to myself. That's what I mm-hmm. want. I want no responsibility and not have to travel super far for it. And I have parking in my garage so I can park there and then <laughs> in my work garage so I can park there and not pay for it. Um, anyway, yeah, mine's simple. Mine's simple. Mine's, Mine is my- very similar yeah. to that. Yeah. Actually. Um, and this is kind of an imminent um, thing because ever since, I don't know, the first week after Gregory got out of the hospital, I was like, okay, let me set the scene. Uh, clearly, I've been doing all of like the chores around yes. the house, right? Like he can't really do much. Um, just recently, he's been able to kind of stand by the sink and do some dishes for like five minutes, and then put some, can... put some Swiffer pads under those tennis balls on the yeah. locker and just <laughs> exactly. send him on his way. Yes. Um, and it's exhausting, you know. I have to feed the cats yes. both meals every day. I have to cook. I have to clean. I have to do all the laundry. Blah blah blah. Everything. Um, basically. And, and now that it's like super cold and snowy, I'm shoveling. Um, I hired a plow service, but they almost never show up. So I'm doing all of that. Um, in addition to working and exercising and trying to sleep, you know, it's a, it's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, very early on, I was like, you know what we're going to do when you can walk is we're going to get a hotel downtown and we're going to do a long weekend just where, the goal for me is to have no responsibilities. Like, I don't want to do a single chore. I want room service. Like, I usually don't get room service when I'm at a hotel for a couple no, days. But, God, like, but still. 
no it um, sounds but luxurious, like they can though. come and yeah they can come and clean the the bathroom for me because i've had enough um they can make the bed because i'm not doing it um i'm gonna hire the cat sitter so i don't have to worry about them um and i want to stay at like a really nice hotel downtown detroit has some amazing hotels now um shinola has a hotel oh wow um yeah something that has a nice um spa and a nice restaurant um there are tons of amazing restaurants downtown now that I don't get to very often because it's a pain in the ass. Although Detroit is still one of the rare downtowns that is like mostly parking still. <laughs> like, yeah, it hasn't. They haven't turned it over just yet. Almost no. like it's almost like a city with an economy built on cars. Almost <laughs> yes. Um, although I don't, I don't think that's going to be the case for hopefully not the case for much longer. Um, but we also don't have any good public transport transportation so you kind of have to be able to drive How there dare you insult the people mover i know <laughs> <laughs> i've never been on the people mover <laughs> um that needs to be part of your vacation then if you that there are a couple things yeah so like i mean i've certainly been to the dia the detroit institute of arts it's a fantastic art museum i just haven't been in a while um it's been a few years so i would love to go back there um the detroit public library is just an amazing building um that's an incredible visit like these are all things that i'm like can we stroll around and sit a lot you know what i mean i'm trying to think of what can we do with somebody who is sort of kind of walking um dia library um just kind of bumming around downtown there's all sorts of places um great coffee shops and stuff that i don't bother um going into um a lot of the time and so just the kind of i've never been to the motown museum Ooh. um that's something that i should probably do um th- you know things like that um but mostly the goal is stay in a hotel and don't do anything yes <laughs> don't yep. do any chores don't yep. do any dishes don't Ma- make a bed meredith when i saw up. the run sheet and you said chores vacation i thought you meant like we're gonna have a staycation where we, <laughs> where we do chores and i was just like stay home and do chores <laughs> and i was like meredith what? No, that's my whole life. <laughs> that's all I do is stay home and do chores. <laughs> Work has actually been really slow lately, just for the past couple of weeks since being back from Christmas vacation. And uh, that's all I do all day. Instead of work, I keep tabs on my email and Teams, and then I just like do laundry all day. Oh, God. I go to the gym and I do chores. So I've had quite enough of chores, um, and I'd like a little break. So that's, that's my plan. Sometimes I get ads for these devices that you can put your mouse on that keeps the mouse moving so that your team status stays active. I don't oh, yeah. know what you're talking about. I do not have one. <laughs> I do. I, I have not purchased that. I definitely don't have one of those. Well, I only just thought of it because I've never had, well, it's not, not never, but I, in recent, you know, I in the era of world where everyone works from home, I've never had the kind of job where anyone would ever know or care if I was at my desk or not. And so I just don't know what that's like. But I realize that there is that sort of corporate culture. And since um, since you now work in corporate land a little bit, sort of. Yeah, I'm a corporate sellout and I have six employees. So that means that six people are constantly asking me questions on Teams all day. So I'm pretty much... I don't need the mouse jiggler to be active because I'm constantly needing to answer questions. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. And of course, you would never take a minute away from your desk anyway. So. Well, no, and I don't have one of those, so I don't need it, is what I'm saying. <laughs> Absolutely don't need it. Well, I think it's interesting that hotels are part of our through line because I think that's a vital part of the staycation, right, is getting out of your home environment. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, when we were talking about this, I was actually recalling 
you know, I always downplay my birthday um, just because it's, it's right after Christmas and I'm usually exhausted at that point. And I just don't like making a big deal out of it. But Sam likes to do nice things for me for my birthday. And so a few years ago now, and I know I must have talked about it back when we did it because I know we we're doing the show. Um, we did a staycation in Cambridge, Massachusetts, all the way over the river. <laughs> um, and we stayed for a couple of nights at this really nice little boutique hotel near Harvard Square. I couldn't remember the name of it, but I just looked it up. And of course, it is called the Hotel Veritas. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just sort of only did things that we could take the tea to or walk to from there. And it was great. Um I Boston's a really hard city because there's just so much and yeah. pe- people ask me if they're coming to town like what they should do and I'm like I've I don't like I've never I've still never been to the aquarium. I've been twice. I'm not wild about aquariums, no. but I feel like I should probably experience it at some point. Um it's a lot of kids. Did, there's a lot of kids there. You know. There's a lot of kids. We did a little bit of the <laughs> Yeah, we did a little well I could probably get one of them to give chocolates to the... <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Kidnap them, take them to the plane. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, I, I I would love to do it again and do the Freedom Trail, not in January. I've done most of the Freedom Trail in the summer. I think I did that actually before I moved out here. Um, so I was actually a tourist. But like we went to the MFA. Um, we have done the Sam Adams Brewery tour like... These are the things that people who come to Boston do. And unless you go out of your way to do them, you just never would. Yeah. There's so many museums. There's so many art galleries here. There's still a bunch I haven't been to. But, like, we also just went to restaurants that are mildly inconvenient. Like, one of my favorite restaurants in the area is called Red Bones. It's a barbecue place. But it's up in Cambridge. Parking kind of sucks up there. It's sort of out of the way from here. So we could go out to dinner 20 or 30 or 100 times and not go there because it's just mildly harder to get there and all i remember is we went to a movie i don't remember what the movie was we went to red bones we had a great meal we went back to the hotel room i know that's like a barbecue place right kind of yeah i've been there before random that's a random cambridge place that i've been yeah 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 outside of davis square and then we just like laid in a nice hotel bed at 9 p.m. and flipped on the TV and Eight Mile was on. <laughs> <laughs> and we watched Eight Mile on probably like VH1. Yeah. With oh, commercials ideal. edited. Ideal. Mm, fun. In a super luxurious bed full of barbecue. <laughs> and like we theoretically could have recreate, recreated every moment of that without being on vacation. But we would never have done it. Yeah. Right. It was a yeah. great night. Yeah. No, it, I like, mean, you yeah. need some sort of excuse to be a tourist in your own yeah. city. Right. I remember when I lived in Los Angeles, people would be like, oh, is it, like, it's so glamorous. Like, is it so much fun to see celebrities? I did see celebrities occasionally. But I kind of find when you live in a city, you just live in a city. You know, it's just as yeah. it kind of loses. You just go to your house. You go to your work. You, yeah. whatever, you, know, you, you go grocery shopping. Yeah. You, like, you do the things you have to do to get by. And occasionally also, a just lot go. of L.A. is not glamorous. No. Oh, no. L.A. sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I hated L.A. when we were yeah, in L.A. I don't like it One there. of my <laughs> special uh, talents is that I can create um, – like a tour for somebody that if, that I know that they'll like. Like I could make LA fun for anybody. It just is the problem with it is not obviously a compact city. So like it just 
you have to stay in one neighborhood pretty much. And then you can like enjoy yeah. that. And it has to be like a good neighborhood. Like mm-hmm. I lived in Los Feliz. Los Feliz is awesome and it's walkable and it's super fun. Or you have to be by the beach. And that's like a whole other different scenario. Otherwise, like there's parts that just totally suck. Like, and it's madness driving around all the time. It like makes you crazy. The one amusing part of our trip to LA a few years ago was that we stayed in the workaholics house. <laughs> Ooh, fun. Because <laughs> it's on Airbnb. <laughs> God. um yeah that's a good pivot actually to vacation planning because the thought of staying in one neighborhood is really compelling to me we did many years ago now and if we did it now it'd probably be an entirely different trip we booked a really nice hotel boutique hotel in greenpoint brooklyn Mm. and we did the entire vacation not leaving brooklyn Oh, that's so, cool. Like, I've been in, well, that's I've been in New pretty York's, easy to do. Yeah. Well, there's yeah. more than enough to do. I mean, but just like every time we go to New York, it's Manhattan. And like, yeah. no matter how hard you try to avoid it, you end up going to the M&M store. <laughs> yeah. And I don't do. just say that because Hillary and I have been to the M&M store together. <laughs> I've managed to avoid it somehow. <laughs> uh, I did not. But like, And actually, I mentioned DBTL earlier. I just listened to, or I was I'm in the middle of today's episode. And Luke is in New York for some reason for work, I guess. I don't know. And he said he's staying at 47th and Broadway, which I think might be the Marriott Marquis. And he just said, I'm at the intersection of um, Book of Mormon and Olive Garden Way. That is basically where I stayed. Because I was, when yeah. I looked out our window, it was the the theater for Book of Mormon. I was like, okay, all right, right. there it is. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, that's, that's one New York experience. And to avoid that, we intentionally get a hotel in Greenpoint. And we, you know, we walked down through Williamsburg, but mostly we just stuck close to the last few family businesses that still existed in Greenpoint. And this was like a decade ago, so they're probably all gone now. And we took some brewery tours and we ate some really great food and it was a perfect trip. And we, you know, got pizza under the Brooklyn Bridge and got overpriced coffee from a guy with a winter hat on in the summer and a weird mustache. And like, it was such a nice condensed trip and so i think let's we'll snake back through here left to right on vacations because this is also why i like aruba so much and (laughs) i know we've talked about aruba a lot through the years because sam and i have been three times so have days days parents went to aruba and i was like what is that with northeastern people in aruba i don't understand it's an easy flight there's a there's definitely a very specific connection between boston and aruba yeah they they market it really hard in boston um and the um, Holiday Inn Resort in Aruba is the epicenter of Boston in Aruba, on Aruba. So, like, that's where a lot of Boston people stay. And when I say Boston people, I mean people who sound like my mother-in-law. <laughs> yes. Like, <laughs> like, you go, if you walk through that resort during one of the buffet meal times, <laughs> you just, I mean, you might as well close your eyes and be, like, in South Station. Uh, it sounds like a line at a Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's remarkable. But uh, yeah, it's a it's a four-hour direct flight. Uh, everything is relatively affordable once you get there. Um, I, I always used to tell people Aruba's got to be like the size of Rhode Island. And I went and looked. No, Rhode Island is 15 times larger than the entire island of Aruba. Wow. It's that it's that small. You can drive it from the northern tip where the lighthouse is to the southern tip at um, Eagle Beach in like 45 minutes to an hour, depending on traffic. Wow. And it's just all along the 
west coast the east coast is relatively impassable like you can do it with an all you know four-wheel drive and all that but there's not much to see except some natural stuff but like it's small you can you can experience the entire island in four days so we're going right for valentine's day oh and we're going from like the 14th to the 17th or 18th or so we're staying for four nights and we won't have anything to do which is exactly the way i want it like We won't feel guilty if we don't go to every every attraction because we we will go to every attraction in one afternoon when we get restless and drive around. That you know that is a real thing I have to like settle in myself a little bit. Where I think of, I'm like the only person in the world that my favorite vacation movie is European Vacation. I don't know why I just saw it at a time where it was like <laughs> very accessible to me, and I always thought Europe was like so glamorous that it seemed really fun. But there's a part where they're in Paris and he's like mocking the <laughs> the couple that like is like about to do it at the table over next to him like the honeymooners and he's like oh have you seen the eiffel tower and they're like no not yet or have you seen the louvre and like he's trying to like one up them like oh you know we've seen all of this stuff and you haven't and it, i find that sometimes when you go to those places it's like we have to see everything and then you kind of don't enjoy anything because you're not i don't know getting the cafe culture or whatever like you're not absorbing right. the culture you're just like you have like a checklist of things you have to see and you're like running through them. And I, I have, as I get older, I have to kind of tell myself like, calm down. Even if you don't come back here, like it's better to absorb the city or wherever you are, the the Island rather than seeing like every little thing that somebody's going to ask you about. Yeah. And I, you know, the only real culture in Aruba is the beach and the food. And so it's like, it's great to just sit on the beach and have like a fruit bowl from the stand. And if you go inland, you can get some authentic island food from like real restaurants. But you can also just go to the aloe factory and then uh, drive around for a little while. And it's just, I don't know, it's just so simple. Like the only funny part about Aruba to me is that there is a weirdly large amount of Dutch food because it is a you know a part of the Kingdom of the Netherlands. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so there's that random influence, but it's like Caribbean food and then Dutch food and then Ruth's Chris Meredith Steakhouse. would fit at home there. Yeah, I need to go. Yeah, <laughs> see my people. <laughs> so that's our plan. Because I I looked at Sam the other day. I said, you know, we're getting in on Valentine's Day. Should we book like a nice dinner reservation? And then it was like, yeah, but also just getting some food on the beach is also yeah. perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So I I highly recommend finding a location that is in, it's extremely simple and condensed into one little area or, you know, zoning your experience that way. Because I've never been to Europe and I need to do that. Like I, I, there's so many things I want to see. Um, but I know, if being I go a to classic, Paris, you should go to Vienna. Um, right. Same, you know, classical music, go to Salzburg, although Salzburg well, my... is corny as hell, but it's fun. <laughs> uh, Blue Heron went to Antwerp a couple oh. of months before I took the job and I'm bummed that I didn't join in time to go to Belgium. So I'm hoping yeah. that that happens again because yeah, for sure. they went there this summer and that would have been a lot of fun, but like, I'm going to want to go do all the museums and all the architecture and history tours and all that. Yeah. But not when I'm turning my brain off for a couple of days. It's just no. a different kind of experience. Totally. So, totally. Speaking of islands, Meredith. Yeah. Um, the next actual 
out of town vacation that we have planned um, is Ireland. We're going to go in September. Um, a couple friends of ours are getting married and I'm not usually one to be psyched about a destination wedding. Um, I've had some pretty bad experiences <laughs> in the past Dominican Republic, for example. Um, that was the Scottsdale bride bridal shower. Um, yeah, Scottsdale was actually next time I list for vacation. So whoopee. <laughs> um, so much fun. So anyway, but, but I've been trying to get Gregory to Ireland for a couple of years and He's always agreeable, but it's like, when do we do it? We need to like make a decision about where and when, and he needs to be able to take time off. And this is a good excuse because they're his friends, and um, they're getting married in at Kilkenny Castle, which is kind of um, like central South Ireland. I've been to Dublin and I've been to Galway, um, and this is south uh, in between the two cities. So I don't know the details yet of, of exactly what what that's going to look like. Um, and it depends on like how his rehabilitation is going. But by yeah. September, he should be walking just fine, um, hopefully, because we'll be doing a lot of airport um, traversing. But yeah, we've got we've got a, a wedding at this castle. It's called Kilkenny Castle. Um, and you got to go to that. I mean, that's got to go yeah. to a wedding in a castle. Jeez Louise. Yes, yep. exactly. Yep. And I think you can stay at the castle. Hopefully you can stay at the castle because that would be exceedingly convenient. Yes. But it looks like a charming town. And I, the last time I was in Ireland was college. Um, we went for spring break for, for a week. Um, and I, I loved it. It was great. Yeah, but it's I'm beautiful. excited to go not in the spring because it was cold. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. went for spring break and it was very cold. Um, and this will be middle of September. So it should be a little bit warm, a little bit warmer. <laughs> I know it's I think not that's, like hot. You know, there. I, that's when I went. Mm, yeah. It was September, maybe like late August, early September. And I don't remember it. Like, I don't have a, like, maybe I was wearing like a cardigan or something, but it wasn't, mm-hmm. you know, it was nice. Yeah, when I was there the first time, I had to go and buy a coat because oh, I did God. not pack appropriately. <laughs> well, and also I feel like the first time, you, well, I've only been to Dublin once, but it was like you go to Grafton Street or whatever, and it's like let's get wasted. And so, like, yep. I don't remember a ton about. I don't remember a ton about that that particular weekend. So yeah, I was, was in college, of- and we we stayed in a hostel. Mm. Um, so things I don't really, I'm not psyched about doing again. No. Um, I'm in- interested in a more like sedate, <laughs> chill vacation. <laughs> Got the Smittix Brewery is right there, so that's fun. Yeah, um, and, I'm uh, sure that there will be lots of good alcohol. The only thing is, I don't like mead. Um, oh no! And people kept trying to give me mead no. when we were in Ireland, no. and I was like, Bleh, yeah. no, Bleh. gross. All the hotels around Kilkenny Castle have like, they're not like chains. Like they're all these beautiful um, boutique and other like indie hotels. And I just meant to mention that in Aruba, we are staying at on a, I feel like those uh, that couple that I that we follow on social media from Buffalo that does all the points and stuff. Yes, because we're staying for f- basically for free for four nights at the luxurious Embassy Suites Aruba. Ooh, fancy. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, isn't it? Isn't because it's an Embassy Suites like they're usually next to airports, but. Um, it's a new build, but yeah, I, I totally gamed it. We had two nights free with vouchers from our credit card, and then I called them to use those vouchers, and they were like, hey, you know, if you buy points right now, because they're having like a year-end double buy point sale, we can get you enough points to get this pretty cheap. 
And so, like, the guy on the phone, like, helped work it out for me to get me a super scream of a deal on the hotel. Sweet. So, sadly, I don't see a, a Hilton in, uh, like, a Hilton-owned property you can stay at in Kilkenny. Mm. Sorry. Well. <laughs> if we can't stay at the castle, it looks like we'll be able to stay somewhere cute. I think it's worth, like, splurging on his first European yeah. trip. Yeah. Trip. Yeah. Um, for sure. Stay somewhere close. Absolutely. Yeah. So well, Hillary, plan. where would you like to take us? Okay, well, um, I think probably a little bit like Meredith and definitely Anne, not you, Bobby, but I've been to a lot of Europe, not like, but again, it's been a long time, but I'm trying to like expand, uh, I don't know where I've gone, and I do vacillate between wanting to have a vacation where, like you, Bobby, where it's like, you know, like we're just relaxing, we're not doing anything, and then, but otherwise, like, but I have this, like, I want to go see places that I've never been, um, but again, try to not like, you know, see every museum. Um, but I've been really interested. I've never been to South America before. I guess Aruba's basically South America, but I've never been to South America. I've never been. I've been to I've been to Honduras on a cruise. That does not count, and that's Central America. <laughs> um, but I want to go to Buenos Aires because I. It's sort of like you're sort of European, you know, because colonialism, but also it's supposed to be really beautiful and just like traveling around Argentina. I don't know why I've kind of had like a hankering for it. And similarly to you, Bobby, it's well, it's a long flight. It is a long flight from here, but the time difference isn't so great. I think it's two hours different, maybe three. But, you know, it's like traveling to whatever. It's not Europe where you have to kind of take a almost a full day to sometimes recover from it but I don't know why I just really want to go to Buenos Aires that's what's been sparking me lately but kind of similar to Meredith I I I didn't want to travel with my kids when they were really young internationally because I was like that's pointless and um that sounds like a nightmare and more work for me but they're getting a little bit older and I the where I think we are going to go for our first international trip though I have not gotten their passports renewed so that's like a whole other thing as I do kind of want to go to Ireland with them. You know, Dave loves Ireland, obviously. Um, so I was like, oh, I think that would be kind of cool. And it's so, I mean, it sounds so stupid, but it's so different looking, but it's also English speaking. So that's, you know, a little entree right. into international travel. Um, so those are kind of my two places. I, like I said, I've been to Ireland, but it was when I studied abroad, um, and we took like a weekend and went to Ireland. So it wasn't, you know, it was, again, it was like a weekend filled of like, filled with like drinking and I don't staying up late and right. whatever. I think we went to the Guinness factory. Like that's like what I remember from it. So, sure. um, you know, I, we, I have this whole plan. We'll see. See, this is what I need. Meredith, like you have an event and I, events are always so helpful to me because you're like, okay, I have to do it around this. Like I, this yeah, is the we time. Have an excuse. Yeah. This is we the time. We have a time. We have a place. Like we need to do it. Yeah. Dave and I went to a wedding in Paris and I was like, well, we're just going to go to the Paris for a week and then we'll go to the wedding at the end of it. But it's just a kind of an excuse to go to Paris. But, um, I need to execute because I was thinking, oh, we'd fly to Boston and stay for the weekend or something. And then go to Ireland because it's not you know what is it five hours flight or something it's not a crazy long flight um anyway that's my those are my international plans and I mean also listen if I'm gonna topple on I I'm trashy enough that I kind of want to go to a you know adult uh you know all-inclusive resort so I literally don't have to think about anything I don't even care about the food I don't care about the I just want somebody to like serve me that's it. Well, I've done that, and I, it was great. Yeah, when, yeah. When we went to secrets, <laughs> secrets. 
<laughs> in Cancun. And and it was, yeah, like, because it, it was Cancun, but it wasn't the, like, college party part yeah, yeah, of Cancun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and we literally didn't leave the resort because it was that same kind of trip. Like, I read all these blogs and, and things. And I'm in, like, a Facebook group of enthusiasts of Secrets Cancun, whatever the name of that resort was. <laughs> And people talk about like, oh yeah, right across the street there's a laundromat, and you can take the bus or walk, you know, basically up the beach to all the clubs if you want, and no. all these different things. And I was like, no, 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 no I don't definitely do that. also not in Mexico, but like, yeah, just I just want to, I want to call, or it wasn't even call room service. We had a tablet in our room, and you just punched in the orders, and an hour later the food showed up. <laughs> it's like Wally. Like <laughs> it's just sort of like it, yeah. it is. Yeah, Wally that's is a daydream, isn't it? <laughs> mm-hmm. Just scoop me around. Hook me up. <laughs> uh, that's a, you know, I've never been on a cruise, but that is what I want out of a uh, cruise, too. You know, I've been on three cruises in my life. One, when I was 16, I went to Alaska with my grandmother. And I my grandmother was one of the younger people on board. Um, and did I befriend and I told all of the like Italian crew that I was 21 and they were like mm, okay whatever so where are you gonna I, go no I'm on international waters international law um and then I went to it's weird like, that you were also shooting dice <laughs> exactly um and then I went to the Bahamas which that one was like not great um and then the last one we went on one with my whole family when this is when the kids actually did have a passport because we had to have it. And it was, it was good. I mean, it's not something I would like necessarily choose to do, but with like a very large group is actually kind of good because people can do whatever they want or they can be together. You know what I mean? Like it's sort of, but you're contained in this place. I don't know. I get really stressed out about cruises though, because like I'm never enjoying the time off the boat because I'm thinking we have to get back to the boat. We have to get back to the boat. What if they leave us? Are we going to be stuck here? Like, I get, like, a little bit too nervous about it. So I'm, I'm too of afraid like... of norovirus. Uh, well, yeah. That's that exactly well. what I was thinking. That I love well. the idea about a cruise ship, except for the part about inevitably everybody getting sick. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thanks. Uh, anyway. Well, we're dreaming of it. I don't know. I'm actually supposed to go to Tucson in April. Um, so, you know, I'll check back in with my Tucson thoughts. Actually, yeah, I I give Tucson high marks. Actually, yeah, I've heard um, it's really know, we, nice. We went a couple of years ago because Sam ran a half. We find the weirdest places for Sam to run these half marathons, <laughs> and they're just a dumb excuse to go somewhere we've never been before. Yeah. And when we went to Tucson, it was great because we stayed at the Graduate Hotel um, right near the campus, and those graduates are really fun. Oh, I stayed at one of those. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and it had a beautiful pool up on the roof, and so it was just warm enough in March. To really enjoy the pool. Like, being out there now, low 60s, was yeah. not... Yeah. Like, it was it's nice in the sun. Chilly. I never ended up wearing the shorts I packed because it was not quite warm enough. But, like, you know, we went for a hike, and it was great and beautiful. Uh, the problem with when Sam and I was there is it was mid-COVID, and COVID didn't exist in Tucson. <laughs> and so oh, people right. were just, like, it was half-naked co-eds. Yep. And How nice for them to not have been people everywhere. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, yeah, lucky Tucson. I don't know how they managed mm-hmm. to pull that off. But I know. You may well, remember that's where I got my booster shot when the first time oh, the that's COVID right. shots came out. <laughs> that's right. Because I walked into a CVS and just on a whim because I, I knew I needed it. And the, the the pharmacist was walking around begging people to get COVID shots. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, they had a spot to line up and nobody was lined up. <laughs> oh. uh, but uh, no, but like, yeah, it's just absolutely stunning. And 
I didn't mention this earlier, but when I was into Semper work, sort of part of early music is because everybody's broke in our business. We stayed with host families. Oh. And yeah, well, I wasn't going to, but since the musicians were, I decided I would be a trooper and, you know, uh, experience the trip with them. And so our artistic director and I ended up staying together. I had a wing of the house to myself, basically, and he had a casita to himself. So we barely even saw one another when we were home. But, um, you know, these very rich, very thoughtful people who put us up have plenty of room. Um, but just these houses had just spectacular views. Like we were staying in a house just north of downtown where we just walk out onto the patio in the morning and just see like beautiful skyline and mountains and not a cloud. And you can see the snow on the top of the mountains uh, and a desert landscape. And then some of our, our other singers were staying out at this mansion out in the mountains that took like half an hour to get to, but it was like a full modern this guy had a full grand piano next to a full bar in his living room. That kind of <laughs> sounds like more fun than a hotel. Yeah, actually. seriously. Well, right, exactly, right? So I, I was thinking uh, you were staying out like on a pull-out couch somewhere. I'm like, that's depressing. <laughs> well, that was college. Like, we would do homestays for choir trips in college, and I definitely like had three of us staying at like some guy's ha- like one-bedroom apartment in Manhattan where we're all just like camped on the floor and on couches and I, I was terrified that that's what it was going to be. And it was not, they were so lovely and so kind to us, but like, it's just the breathtaking views. Like I'll, I will go back to Arizona more because that was really something Phoenix. I was in for like six hours and was thoroughly unimpressed. Well, Phoenix yeah, is I've like the Atlanta, I think, you know, it's just like a big yeah. city, a big metropolis kind of, you know, and not in the middle but of nowhere, it, but it, Atlanta has the Coca-Cola museum. I do so love the Coca-Cola museum. Oh, I love it so much. <laughs> I'd go back. Never forget heartbeat. that I cried there. <laughs> well, what should the question of the week be? Where is it's your <sighs> ideal vacation, staycation? Vacation, just... staycation. We could do both. Yeah, totally. Yeah, we should. It should be like pitch us your ideal vacation and, and or staycation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Like sell us on it. Make us yeah. want to go on your vacation. Yeah. Yes. Which is great, because I never know where I want to go, and so like maybe we'll get some good stuff out of this. Yeah, our little travel agents. Yes, you know we've what been our... over an hour, and we didn't even mention Disney. I, I, Bobby, I was literally about to say, you know what I didn't mention? <laughs> I think that I have <laughs> successfully uh, like skirted that, which like part of me is like, am I... Like being mean to my children. Well, I'm not. Dave offer, Dave enjoys it a little bit more than I do, and I'm like, if you want to do it, that's totally fine. Like I'm, you can do it. I don't want to go. It sounds like a nightmare to me. I don't want to be in line looking at an Mm-mm. app and being like, oh shit, we got to go get in line over here. I'm like, I don't want to do that. That sounds terrible to me. And I like rides medium fine. It's not like it's something that I think about. Like I'll take you to Six Flags or whatever, but I don't want to go to Disney. I don't want to go to Orlando. Yep. No. One of my employees has three kids under the age of five and is taking them to this coming year. And because she's like got to thread the needle on their ages. Like one I of them's guess. a little too young, but one of yeah. them's going to be too old pretty soon. So yeah. she's like, I want to do it before that one is too old. And I'm like, dude, you're I just don't want to do it. I would the, never. <laughs> the only thing I ever pitched to them was Disneyland because I think I was like, well, if I'm going to do it. At least I think that's not as intense. And then at least we could go to, up to Los Angeles and I could like show them where we lived and, you know, kind of do a little like visit some friends or whatever. 
Orlando this is on where like mommy sold luggage. This <laughs> <laughs> is where mommy bought drugs. No, I'm kidding. Um, but I'm just like I Orlando sounds like a nightmare to me. And anytime Ugh. I think, oh, maybe we'll do it like, you know, as Dr. King wanted, we'd go like Martin Luther King weekend. But it's like every long weekend is crazy busy. Um, I don't want the kids to take off school. I, it's just not. I'm not interested. Have you ever I, been on an airplane that is going to Orlando? Ugh. It is just a full-on nightmare. Ugh. And I imagine that's just a microcosm of what Disney is like. Um, <laughs> yes. And yes. Yeah. No, thanks. I, I know that there are people that just... Orlando. I know there are people that just like love it and like adults and people who I know enjoy it. And it just is not. I don't well, that's fine. Like but yeah. not everything has to be for everybody. And, no, exactly. Uh, and I'm like, when the amount of money you spend, around. you really could go to Europe. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's we, very expensive, yeah. We went just two adults with no kids, and it was wonderful to experience it because I'd never been. The people watching was top-notch. Yeah, well, I'm sure. But we stayed at a really shitty hotel just outside the gates. I can't remember the name of it, but it was like 40 bucks a night or something. And we did it for the novelty of it. And the uh, breakfast buffet line at that hotel was one of the saddest things I've ever seen. Like, like not that it was stinky, that it was it was like styrofoam plates and bowls and cups everywhere and just like hundreds of families mm-hmm. being like, eat here, we're not feeding you in the gates. Like, <laughs> forcing their kids to have a big breakfast before they went into yep. the park. And like, mm-hmm. yeah. But I mean, it was great. Uh, we, you know, we did one day. We only went one day and it was to Magic Kingdom. So I've never seen any of the other parks. Uh, we did a couple of days at Uni- or one day at Universal. I trying to remember. I, I think, I think I might have thrown up at Disney. I feel like that's sort of on the checklist. <laughs> you haven't lived until right. you burst <laughs> at Disney. <laughs> I think oh. we went on a ride and I threw up. I think that was there. And so, like you know, the full experience. I'm glad I got it. But yeah, the the airport was one of the worst things. Ever. The, actually, oh. it was the flight coming home in yeah, the Orlando yeah. airport that was one of the worst People things I've like, ever experienced. Uh, it's mm-hmm. kind of like being in the Vegas airport where everybody's happy arriving and miserable leaving. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, thank you. All right. So, yeah. Yes, so, pitch us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Hillary, you have a recommendation for us? Um, yes. Okay. I just wanted to circle back. Christy recommended fellow travelers. So while um, on Monday it was really cold here and I was like, I'm not going anywhere. Poor Bruce did not get a walk that day. He was just sent out to the backyard. I was like, it's not happening. I'm too cold. Uh, I she Christy uh, talked about this show called Fellow Travelers. It's on um, Showtime. You can get it on the Paramount Plus app. Um, I like it. I have to caveat it with saying you cannot watch. Not that y'all have children, but like, if there's anybody sensitive around, this has like the most hardcore anal sex scenes that I've ever seen. And not <laughs> they don't like show like you're not seeing penis. I mean, you see a couple, but you don't see like penetration or anything like that. But oh my god, like I was listening to somebody talking about it. Um, this podcaster actually, it's the one that I call Gay Bobby Pape. He was they, he was talking about this show, and he was like, "I I didn't love like every part of it, but I'm glad that they're like showing this. Like it's kind of like a very explicit gay sex, like so explicit. At least one time an episode, I think there are eight episodes. There is like hardcore sex, like and hmm. any kind of. I mean, it's all gay sex, but it's like any." kind of kink thing but it's weird because like Rory walked in and I was like you can't watch this you have to go you have to leave and he was like well, what's it about and I was kind of telling him well it's about like the McCarthy era and 
you know, kind of explaining that to him. And he's like, oh, that sounds good. And I'm like, no, you can't watch it. So it's half Mm-mm. this sort of like historical, you know, trip through post-war America, but then also like hardcore gay sex. So uh, that's the caveat, but I did enjoy it. And Matt Bomer and um, Jonathan, oh gosh, what is his last name? I can't remember, but he was the one in Bridgerton. They're both very good looking. There's a lot of good looking men in this, but they're both very good looking. And, you know, it's fun to see good looking people have sex. So there's that. Um, Bye, Bridget. (laughs) So speaking of shows that are ruined by the level of hardcore sex in them, I put Is It Cake (laughs) 2. Oh, no. (laughs) What happened? (laughs) No, no. Um, It's not even new. You know, Is It Cake 2, T-O-O. Gotta love it. Uh, I I think it came out last summer. But just the other night, we were just doing the endless doom scrolling of trying to find something to watch. And I saw on Netflix, Is It Cake 2? We watched the first season because it was so ridiculously stupid. And so far, the second season lives up. And so you're familiar with it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mikey Day. Yeah. Just goofing off. And all of the celebrity, quote unquote, celebrity judges are... D-list actors and random cast members from SNL, like the lower level ones. Um, but I just, the whole premise of it was just so ridiculously stupid that it comes all the way back around to being entertaining to me. Like, maybe not sober. Yes. But it's like, this it's is great. Just, well, like, it's, it's great with how dumb it is. Like, we're sitting here the whole time being like, this shtick is ridiculous. These people are over the top. They've clearly been cast as characters, not because of their baking skills. Yes. Mm-hmm. But like, it's just so dumb that we enjoy it because it's so dumb. I get this it. This is the show that the Daily Beast called a new low for humanity. <laughs> well, that's a little bit ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, I've watched many a Lego Master or whatever, and I'm like, this is just enjoyable. I mean, there's always like some weirdo goth people. I mean, God love you, but there's some, you know, people with a lot of piercings and tattoos and whatever, but, and yeah. just, you know, characters. And I really enjoy it. I think it's fun to watch. Yeah. No, it's definitely in the same vein as go to Aruba and turn your brain off. I recommend yep. shutting down your night with, is it cake too? <laughs> Noted. All right. I think that means it's time to get involved. Um, <laughs> get involved. <laughs> you need to get involved because you need to save us. <laughs> save us from this. Um, our website is thisshowhaseverything.com. Um, please join our Facebook group. It's great. Um, it's where you can answer our question of the week. Um, you can also email us at tsheshow at gmail.com. That's also where you can record a voice memo on your phone and email it to us. We love to hear your voices. And we haven't got one in a while. So come on, guys. Send us some voice memos. Yeah, come on. Send us a send us a missive from your vacation if you're on one right now. Yeah. Um, our AOL keyword is and always will be Tishi. Uh, <laughs> we're never getting rid of that. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. And that was everything about vacations, staycations, and everything in between. Aruba, Jamaica. Ooh, I want to take you to Bermuda.
probably becomes Will's fault. I know. Right? Ultimately, it's Will's the line. fault. <laughs> Everything is. Yeah. What isn't? 